greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. Hello and welcome to Winds of Change. I'm your host and Bible teacher, Keith McKenzie. I'll be with you for about the next half hour. Uh, we have an exciting uh, topic uh, to talk about tonight. Uh, it's pretty uh, well-known passage by a lot of people, but I think uh, we're going to take a little bit different view here. We're going to go in a little bit deeper. Um, some of the teachings that we do are pretty basic uh, here, uh, laying foundation. This one's a little bit deeper, so we're going to look in and uh, dig into this uh, famous passage about Lucifer, uh, the fall of Lucifer in Isaiah chapter 14. Um, so let's go ahead and take this uh, to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you for today. I ask, Lord, that you would uh, bless this time, bless this teaching, and help us to uh, understand more perfectly, uh, you know, the things that you have tucked away in your word. And I give you thanks and praise. I pray, Father, we have eyes and ears to both see and hear what the Spirit has to say. In Jesus' mighty name, I give you thanks and praise. Amen. All right, today's text is uh, Isaiah chapter 14. If you have it, um, you're going to find this uh, the first time I really started to uh, uh, scratch around on this particular um, subject when I was uh, studying uh, New Age uh, teaching and philosophy. And the, the things that I, I've seen and discovered in New Age is there's actually, and if you can believe this, they're, they're, they're um, slowly... Uh, phasing in uh, parts of Bible translations that are uh, really they're they're editing out uh, quite a bit of things, and you'll only find Lucifer, all right, as a um, only found in a few different uh, translations. Uh, it'll be translating Son of the Morning, Morning Star. And, and you can see the different uh, things that we have up on the website. We have a, uh, an article up on this called Halal means crescent. And that's Arabic for Halal. And most of the Hebrew um, you know, that we have has come from a Syriac, um, you know, Arabic type of culture. Because Abraham, when he was... Uh, called out, he lived in Ur of the Chaldeans, which is today modern uh, Iraq. And he was called out of that, all right, like being called out of the miry clay. And the Lord said, I'm going to bring you to a, a land and a place where I will make of you a great nation. And, and Ab on Abraham's behalf, even though he was a little slow, uh, you know, getting going and, and actually uh, doing what the Lord said, uh, ultimately he did that, and because he did that in faith, and some of the other things he did in faith, he became uh, the first Hebrew, or, you know, I guess the idea and concept would be that, you know, being called out, and that's what the, uh, the, the, the Greek term, ecclesia, is, is the called out ones, you know, that's the, the church, the body, the, where, the, where the called out ones so let's go ahead and um, get right into our uh, texture. And um, 
there's some the prophet here is speaking in um, to uh, some local situations. All right, and you'll you'll notice this that in God's word, what happens is he'll um, he'll speak to a local historic uh, situation, and then he'll it'll he'll pierce the veil of time and either speak to principalities behind uh, the, the the earthly powers, and then he'll you know speak prophetically down to the end to where these things end. So in Isaiah chapter 14, we uh, we see um, the fall of the king of Babylon. All right, and this is a metaphor. Uh, there was an actual king of Babylon, but there's also a metaphor to the power and the spirit behind it. And that spirit is uh, in this text. It's Lucifer, the Satan, the devil. All right, and it says in verse three, it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord gives you rest from your sorrow and from your fear and hard bondage in which you were made to serve. Okay, speaking to Israel, because he's having mercy on Jacob. That's the top of the chapter. And he says that you will take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how the oppressor has ceased, the golden city ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers. He who struck the people in wrath and with a continual stroke, he who ruled the nations in anger, is persecuted and no one hinders. The whole earth is at rest and quiet, and they break forth into singing. Indeed, the cypress trees are rejoicing over you, and the cedar trees of Lebanon saying since you were cut down no woodsman has come up against us and trees can be used as metaphors for nations because there's a parable of the trees and I commend that to your own study to chase that down but listen to this it says in verse 9 hell from beneath is excited about you to meet you at your coming it stirs up the dead for you all the chief ones of the earth those are the ancient rulers it is raised up from their thrones. All the kings of the nations, they all shall speak and say to you, have you also become as weak as we? So this is speaking to a, a principality who has uh, influenced these, these nations and deceived them, and they all ended up in hell. And so now they see that he's on his way. And so it says... Uh, have you also become as weak as we? And it says, have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol, that's the grave, and the sound of your stringed instruments, and the maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. That's a pretty nasty scene right there, you know. And it says right here, and then it goes right to the, the source of this incident, all right? And it says in verse 12, it says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. All right? It says, How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations, for you have said in your heart, and he says the five I wills here, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farther sides of the north. That's the temple mount in Jerusalem. So it will be built again. So this can be fulfilled by the Antichrist. And though it's speaking of the principality and the demonic personage of 
you know, the devil who's a fallen, you know, angel. And it says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. And it says, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man? So now we're now we've transcended from the power behind the man, the demonic influence, who is none other than Lucifer, all right, which some people worship in theosophy, if I can pronounce that right. Um, a lot of New Age cults and stuff, and he's known throughout the nations and stuff. And we're going to see here as we look at the entomology of this uh, word here. Um, where the source is and, and how it's, it's all over the world and all over uh, the culture. And it says, um, is this the man who made the earth to tremble? That's being a reference to the, uh, the future world leader who will be Antichrist. And he comes onto the scene, and I want you to know this, peaceably. It says that he makes peace, and he destroys wonderfully, and, and through his policy of, of deceit, because the deceitful nature is that he makes peace, but he only does it for his advantage. And then when he's become strong, it, it describes him as taking out, you know, three out of the top ten world leaders to uh, solidify his position. And then it says... Um, who shook the kingdoms, who made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of its prisoners. And um, we'll probably just keep going here. It says, All the kings of the nations and all of them sleep in glory, everyone in his own house, because you are cast out of your grave like an abominable branch. In the scene here, that uh, they're describing, you know, how even even the grave and and uh, even the nations that were deceived, uh, you know, revile him. At this point, it says, um, like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with the sword, who go down to the to the stones of the pit, like a corpse trodden underfoot, you will not be joined with them in burial because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The brood of evildoers shall never be named. Prepare slaughter for his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, lest they rise up and possess the land and fill the face in the world with their cities. And it goes on and it speaks to these uh, nations and stuff that are, you know, have been deceived uh, by this uh, world ruler in this system. And the system is called Antichrist because the spirit of Antichrist is, um, he's not only against uh, Christ, but it opposes Christ, but it's also a pseudo or instead of Christ. So like a replacement, you know, and, and really the, the, the world is clamoring for um, some world leader to step up because our, our uh, economies and everything that we have has become very uh, convoluted, um, tricky. Uh, we live in an age of deception where uh, people really love 
to have soft words spoken to them. They, they, they want to hear that everything's going to be good and okay. And, uh, you know, they're not really taking on the issues that are at hand. But anyway, let's take a, a little look at the entomology here. And I have some notes here from the uh, web article that is up on this. Uh, for further uh, insight, I have a lot of links in here. Uh, to, so all the origins of, of this type of stuff. But Lucifer means light bearer, all right? A shining one, morning star, Lucifer, uh, king of Babylon, and Satan. Um, the pronunciation is halal and, and you know, this is also, and I got this from uh, a former Palestinian uh, terrorist uh, turned born again Christian. His name's Walid Shobat. And uh, he's noticed some very interesting things because of his cultural background, raised as a Muslim. Um, uh, people would have called him a radical Muslim. Um, God superintended uh, his life to a, to a point where he, he decided that, uh, in a nutshell, his, his testimony is he was going to teach his wife that the Bible was wrong, and he began to discover that, you know, the, the good guy in the Bible was his bad guy and vice versa. So, you know, the, his, his teachings and everything that he learned, he began to find out that it was an inversion of the truth. And, um, but let's, let's uh, follow this. Now, halal in Arabic means crescent. You see there, they're on top of their minarets and stuff. You will see the crescent symbol on their flags and on, you know, their buildings. Um, it's been adopted from, you know, their, their culture, which goes way, way, way back. And we have plenty of stuff, um, you know, great scholarship on this. And, um, but you're also, what I want to point out is, is you were going to notice that this is a, uh, a symbolism is used within witchcraft. Um, uh, the Bamfo Met, you have the, uh, the uh, horned uh, god who has a uh, bisexual deity. Uh, he's pointing to uh, uh, one moon down below, which is like a white and a dark moon up here. So they're different phases of the moon. He has the symbol uh, in his forehead of the uh, pentagram, which is the symbol of uh, Lucifer or the, the horned god, the goat, the goat of Menendez. And there's a lot of uh, varied things on that, and we have links all throughout this article. And what we want to do is we want to just, um, we want to let you see here that um, the moon, okay, is a, um, as a celestial body, its actual creation, it, it, it is not the source of light, it merely reflects light. And if you remember, I'm always taking my, my students back to Genesis that in the creation where God made the heavens and the earth, it said he created the two great lights. He said the lesser light being the moon and the gr to rule the night and the greater uh, light being the sun to rule the day. And Jesus described um, our relationship uh, with God as being children of the day that we are not children of the night. So you can become sensitive to that as you read 
uh, in it because nighttime is, um, if you remember some of the other teachings that we've done, that God, when he created, he created, it was evening and morning. So the idea is darkness is disorder, uh, hard to see, hard to discern. Okay, and as morning comes and the sun comes up, we have more and more order, more and more light, where we have more discernment. And discernment is probably one of the number one things that is lacking in the body of Christ today. And, and that only comes by reading God's word, and he says that he is the light. He is the true light, the light that's come into the world. And um, so in Genesis you know, one in five, those descriptions. So on a natural created level, the moon merely reflects the greater light, okay? And, and you'll notice that the crescent symbol, which I'll, I'll put up on the screen there, for, for that to actually, the star to appear, okay, before um, in front of the moon, like it does, if you have the crescent like this, and you have the star is here, right? If it was behind it, you wouldn't see the star. So the star is in front, implying, which we know in the, in the natural uh, universe, uh, obviously any stars behind a moon, we would not see it. It would be hidden, and, and that would be uh, an occultation. Okay, and but because it's in front of it, what I believe the the Holy Spirit and and what um, you know Satan is is also um, almost bragging is that he he is that fallen star that this is him and um, you'll see it in uh, Celtic jewelry witchcraft um, you'll see it in uh, you'll see it in Shiva the uh, you know the Hindu deity you'll find uh, he has matted hair and there'll be a crescent uh, on his head um, Buddha uh, one of his quotes we have on uh, the site is that you know he points towards the moon he's he's pointing to the moon for for that wisdom and they in the, and in, in the natural it kind of confuses me because I'm not sure why you know they they're looking to something that merely reflects light. And, and Jesus said, if the light that is in you, okay, being whatever spiritual understanding uh, you might have, and you'll, you'll hear people saying, oh, you know, we're getting enlightened and, and seeking enlightenment through, you know, tarot cards and all these other things. And, and, you know, there are powers behind this, but they are dark and they are fallen. And that's why this symbol ism is so important to that and Jesus said that if the light that is in you that spirit is darkness he says how great is that darkness because that's deception and the word of God is a light it's a lamp under our feet and Jesus said those who are without it without that light which is his God his word to us okay that he says that they will stumble now, let's let's go through um, some of the um, going way back to um, the ancient Sumerian uh, religions, the Chaldeans, the Canaanites. Um, 
you'll see that there was this, this uh, they would set up the temples and even the Aztec temple uh, with the whole 2012 uh, thing that's going on. You'll notice that this is, uh, these temples were all based on these uh, solar uh, calendars and where they, where they have been uh, perverted through, through time to worship uh, solar deities. You'll, you'll hear, hear them, uh, they're known as different gods, Artemis, um, you know, Sin is the ancient, um, uh, was actually, you know, the actual name of the moon god in uh, ancient Arabia. Uh, was sin because you know when the children of Israel left Egypt they wandered through the wilderness of sin and then they ended up on Mount Sinai which is also uh, part of that but you'll find throughout history and uh, you'll see these solar deities and uh, the winged Assyrian uh, these these saucers because the implication here is that these um, deities that they that they began to worship uh, were known as like shining ones and we have links for these on the sites um, these were worshipped oh man three you know a good three thousand thirty five hundred uh, years ago going back as far as uh, uh, archaeologists finding things going way back 2300 BC all right, and you'll notice that the um, the references um, to to the Lord, um, and there's, there's a wonderful pattern here too. God God shows us things in patterns. He's very particular about his patterns. And if you've seen the teaching on the uh, you know God's calendar, uh, the Moedim, the feasts of the Lord, you'll know that the, God has very specific uh, time frames, and when after Moses had led the children of Israel out of Egypt, what he did was he um, he showed them, you know, into the he he got as close to the promised land, but he didn't go in. And Joshua led them in, and the first place that they attacked, and Joshua is the same name, uh, would be Yeshua, which means salvation. That's that's Jesus' name. All right. And so this is a, a picture or a model of the Lord Jesus Christ coming. And you'll notice that there was, you know, seven days and the sevens that are in there. It's, it's a, a sort of a pattern of the book of Revelation. And what happens in Joshua is you have, um, you know, Yeshua coming back. Okay, during this thing, six days, nothing's going on. Seventh day, boom, you know, they do seven times as much. Uh, on that day, seven marching seven times around the building, and Jericho means house of the moon god, and that is the headquarters for the PLO, the Palestinians. And uh, this is all a model, okay? And God's and when you begin to look and see the uh, meaning of the Hebrew words and the context uh, with which it's talking about, and you begin to see the Lord Jesus Christ in type. Uh, of of what's going on, you really begin to get these layers and pictures, and you and you know you begin to put this puzzle together. In Psalm 83, which is yet to be fulfilled, has uh, God coming back and judging the surrounding nations, which today are all Islamic. All right, 
and they also use this um, crescent. But you're going to find it in not just not just Islam. I'm saying that all the nations have been deceived. All right, as we read there in in Isaiah. But I want you to see. We kind of get a close-up look here in Ezekiel uh, 28. And, and uh, another one of the names or synonyms for uh, you know the um, you know Satan himself is uh, the king of Tyre, all right. And it says um, the word of the Lord that came to me, saying, "Son of man, say to the prince of Tyre, okay, thus says the Lord God, because your your heart is lifted up and you say, I am God." I sit in the seat of gods and in the midst of the seas, yet you are a man and not a god, though you set your heart as the heart of a god. Okay, and that's kind of the core belief of, of New Agers and everything that's going on today. But, you know, the Bible teaches that the Antichrist will set himself up as God. But then, let me skip over because we're uh, r- running out of time quickly here. And then it goes to the king of Tyre, not the prince, but this is Satan himself. And it says, you were the seal of perfection. This is verse uh, 12. Full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You were in Eden. Okay, there's a clue that this isn't the real king of Tyre. All right, because only Adam and Eve were there, the devil and Satan. And it says, you were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, topaz, diamond, barrel, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, emerald, and gold. This is why you see Satan represented as a peacock because of his brilliance. He's absolutely beautiful, the most beautiful. He says, you were an anointed cherub uh, who covers. I established you, God. Okay, established him. You were on the holy mount of God and you walked back and forth over the midst of the stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created. So he's a created being. And it says, till iniquity was found in you. It says, by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Okay? It's also his pride and stuff that led him to sin. And if you follow this, you know, down and it says because your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. And uh, it talks about defiling his sanctuaries. These are all these false gods that, you know, you'll find associated with the uh, crescent and star symbolism. Commit that to you. Read that because we're out of time. And and you'll notice that the uh, chapters leading up to uh, Ezekiel uh, 28. You'll you'll see the chapters there where the judgment follows these these nations. Which and it says the reasons that they were judged and they were thrown into hell was for cause terror in the land of the living. And I think we all know what spirit drives that. And that's it for this week. We commend you to follow up with the article, and we just ask you to come back for us next week. God bless you. Trust the Lord for everything. We love you. God bless.